0: Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of The Selling Made Easy Show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an X-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, his zone of genius is his ability to connect with people in a genuine way that has them feeling heard and honored so that they can effectively work together to achieve their health goals. So I am super excited to introduce Jordan Yaklin, Now, Jordan is the head coach and owner of Phoenix Performance Coaching. Now, he has helped over 300 clients reach their goals and is now using that experience to bring health and lifestyle coaching to the tabletop gaming community, where he empowers tabletop gamers to reclaim their health, lose weight, and enhance their gaming skills. Well, welcome, Jordan. I am so excited to have you as my guest today.
1: Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here.
0: Yeah, and I just love how you're helping people who love being good at tabletop gaming and they love having good health to basically have both. (laughs) So I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I'm curious here, Jordan, always top of mind question is exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice?
1: Yeah, great question. So I have always been somewhat of a nerd my whole life, um, (laughs) playing uh, playing video games very early on and been playing Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering for almost a decade now. Mm -hmm. And also being a health profession by trade, you know, with a personal trainer, strength conditioning coach. I've seen this growing chasm between the tabletop gaming community and the health and fitness industry, where the health and fitness industry really just kind of panders to itself and shuns everyone else out. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to kind of be that bridge between the tabletop gaming community and the health and fitness industry and um, be able to introduce health and fitness to these people who may not have any exposure to it or a negative experience in the past right,
0: right right oh wow that's yeah i love that because you know there is this kind of separation right between people that are those avid fitness exercise you know they're dedicated and committed and all that and then there's the people that really love to you know they value that extra time to um, be social with others and playing tabletop games or, or now it's online gaming, that kind of thing to really bridge that gap is, is definitely, um, a very important need. So yeah, I love that. And you mentioned, so did I hear you correctly? You were a health professional, you were in the health industry.
1: Um, just like the health and fitness industry I've fitness. been, okay. um, yeah, I've been a coach of some sort for at least seven years now.
0: Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. So terrific. Well, so how long have you had this coaching practice and has your business mission or vision evolved during that time?
1: Yeah. So I did open this business a couple of years ago back in 21. And then I kind of shelved it when I got a new job, my previous job for an actual health and fitness company. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I left that job and now I felt like I have the resources and skills to do my own thing. So I kind of dusted off Phoenix performance coaching and I'm um, hitting it with everything I got.
0: Right. Yeah. Putting your passion forward and connecting with something that really resonates for you on multiple levels. So yeah, I love that. Well, <laughs> have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way?
1: Oh yes, absolutely. Um, and so my, Originally, when I first opened the business, my real big struggle was a pure lack of business experience.
0: And Mm, so my mm -hmm. my
1: schooling was 100% health focused. So I learned a lot about the human body, but it didn't know anything about business. And so I was really kind of um, flying by the seat of my pants, if you will. And um, that was really my biggest struggle.
0: Right. Yeah, it is uh, a lot more complex. Maybe then one feels it might be, you know, looking from the outside in at other business owners. But uh once you kind of cross that line and start unpacking the box, it's like, oh my gosh, there's a lot to this. So well, can you share one technique that you used in order to gain those skills that you realize, oh boy, I, I just really don't know much about uh, you know, this aspect of building a business. So can you share maybe some uh insights around how you how you gained some valuable skills.
1: Yeah. So the first thing I did, which isn't exactly available to everybody is I actually got landed a job as a franchise manager at a facility called osteo strong that had just opened up three months prior. It's part of a franchise and the the doctor that he owned a few businesses. And one of the businesses I was working at um, the the manager that opened the business decided to leave three months in. And so then I had to be the manager uh, with Okay. No business experience. And he he fully knew my credentials and everything like that. So I wasn't trying to tr- put the wool over his eyes, but he had faith. full faith in me. Um, And so I worked there for 13 months and I really helped. I really learned a lot of skills. I developed a lot of skills. But one nice. thing that I've also been doing since then, I only worked there for 13 months. And that was just after the pandemic. And so that was when I was actually starting to build my business originally. And then one thing I've been doing these last, I don't know, two years or so. Is just absorbing as much content as I can. I've been watching a lot of business stuff on YouTube, and that's free, and everybody can do that. And just always trying to have that, uh, I guess, entrepreneurial mindset where you look at everything as an opportunity um, really has opened a lot of doors for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, have that problem solving mindset. Okay. I don't know how to do, do this. So let's figure it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: And having that hands on knowledge or experience, I should say, with, that uh, other business to see some of the components that you can apply to, to your own business is certainly very valuable too. Um, but yeah, YouTube is amazing, right? Such uh-huh. a wealth of, of information there, but it's some sometimes can be overwhelming because there are so many schools of thought and different applications and certain details that aren't really shared that might make a big difference. So it can be frustrating and overwhelming too. So, yeah. Um, And Jordan, you're obviously an expert though at empowering tabletop gamers, you know, with the knowledge, skills, and motivation really to up-level their own health. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or you know the sales part of being in business which is another one of those key aspects this might feel like a very different skill set i don't know do you have any frustrations or challenges within this important part of growing a successful business
1: oh, yes um absolutely do <laughs> i would say as far as like the the sales process or the client enrollment process i feel moderately okay about it because i like to turn it more into a consultation call um, to where we can kind of meet face to face and get to know the client um, as a person before really trying to get the sale. But I feel like there's a lack of confidence in my ability to face objections, because mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to them, you know, I'm just some average Joe, essentially trying to get them to buy into our services. And I guess there's a, there's a confidence there that I feel like I could improve on.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. No. You're definitely, definitely not alone in in not enjoying to uh, the process of overcoming objections. That's uh, you know being confrontational for so many people is is something that they just would rather avoid. And so it becomes just a matter of okay, sure, go ahead, make your decision, walk away from this. I know that you're probably going to have some serious health consequences, but yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> you know, and yeah. instead of what do you mean it's too much money? How much is your health worth? What are you, you know, so you don't want to engage in that face-to-face confrontation or convince people. So, and that's a a very common fear or resistance that um, coaches face and and struggle with. So I'd be happy to provide you with uh, some insights around that to uh, potentially support you to be able to more confidently um, you know, face that part of the conversation, if you'd like.
1: Yes, I'm open to all and any feedback.
0: All right. Terrific. Well, you know, it's interesting because objections are really fears, right? They might sound like one thing, but they're typically linked to something else that people don't want to be convinced because they don't like to be sold, right? Mm-hmm. But if they came to you uh In the first place, and were interested and intrigued by what you were talking about that prompted them to have this conversation with you then obviously they do value being able to increase their ability to game right to to perform in their tabletop gaming as well as achieve their health goals so when they're at that point of making their commitment and they have objections, it's actually. Eh it more links to the fact that they don't have everything they need to make a solid decision. And so what's typically important to make sure that is included in the conversation is elements that help them to understand the value of health, the value of gaming performance, the value and, and how they perceive that, what is that worth to them? So they're not only hearing what your process is or the outcomes of, of working with you, but they also are brought into alignment with the fact that, no, this is really important to me because I fully understand and you you support them again, through your consultative approach support them to understanding their own values and and the why behind why they do want better health, why they do want to be better at gaming, those kinds of things. And so then when you share with them the process or the opportunity to commit or invest, then they're more connected with their own reasons versus maybe getting lost in suddenly now the the fee or the time investment so when you make sure that you've illuminated or help them to connect with their own value of these things prior to the opportunity for them to say yes they're more apt to see the value of the fee does that make sense
1: yeah yes just try to connect with them a little bit more And then again, make them feel like they're understood and that this service will actually be beneficial for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not only understood, but just allow them to personally connect with why they value being able to have more endurance or clarity of of their mind, their thinking, their reflexes, whatever all that's involved, as well as being able to lose that excess weight and, and feel great. How do, how do they value that? How, why is that important to them? So you just take it a a little bit deeper beyond just, oh yeah, of course, of course, everyone wants to lose weight and feel great, but Mm -hmm. why is that important? And that helps them to really sync with, with what's at stake. So hopefully that will uh, resonate for you. And you'll, you'll see some tweaks that you can include in your consultation with people to to support them, to see the value of the, of this important phase of their life. Right. Because good health is something that is actually priceless.
1: Right. Right. And like you said, maybe dive in a little bit to find out what their true why is. Um, That's definitely something that I could, I could definitely improve on. Just try to dig in a little bit deeper and try not to take their initial answers uh, for face value.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, all right. Terrific. And, you know, the thing that uh, kind of pops into my mind when I'm I'm thinking about the focus of your work and tabletop gaming, I know for me personally, during the pandemic um, all that time on my hands and uh, everyone else's time, I started playing a lot of board games with people. And, you know, we were, we were all pent up in the same home and, and uh, not a lot of other activities. So, for me, and I'm assuming a lot of people, uh, getting into tabletop gaming, maybe more video games, that kind of thing was really spiked. So I'm curious, has the pandemic had any impact on your ideal clients and their need for your expertise?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You kind of hit the, the nail on the head there. So prior to the pandemic, I had, I had just graduated um, college with my master's degree and I was planning on becoming a high school strength conditioning coach, and right. at that time I was applying for jobs. I was working part time at a YMCA as a personal trainer, looking for jobs. And then the pandemic came, and it pretty much shut everything down. So just under a year after I graduated, and then uh, like like you said, everyone's sitting at home. They're always within a short walk from the pantry. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> the D and D. You know, we got the quarantine fifteen. D&D had been, had been exploding, still is, with shows like Critical Role and um, just virtual tabletop games where you can connect with your friends virtually yeah. from, you know, the safety of your own home
0: in your mm-hmm. own social
1: bubble. And a lot of people pick that up. And so we have people who are really picking up tabletop games like D&D and then also maybe um, putting on a little bit of extra weight. And For so sure. with the. Got to have clothes- the tomatoes
0: in hand and the. the uh- <laughs>
1: dr pepper or exactly.
0: the Monster red bull
1: <laughs> exactly exactly and so when you kind of have of those two things and then you have the the closed door of me uh, with the high school strength and conditioning coach um it kind of all flowed mm-hmm. me to the one direction of being an online online health and lifestyle coach which as paradoxical as it sounds it is much more um personal than personal training and mm-hmm. so um I really enjoyed that. And then I kind of really dove into just online training. And, you know, I'm looking at one night, I'm looking at my my bookshelf that has um, two shelves are D&D books and fantasy novels. And the second two shelves are um, professional development books and health and fitness books. And I'm like, how can I blend those two together? (laughs) And then it all kind of just dawned on me that I can tailor my services towards this particular market that Uh, Mm -hmm. quite honestly, needs quite a bit of help. And coming at them, you know, with when the whole fantasy RPG stuff is really exploding, it -hmm. just seems like everything kind of happened all at the right time. Yeah, that perfect storm. Exactly, exactly. And so I know know the pandemic affected a lot of people and it definitely affected me, but there was definitely some silver linings and probably some good because it got me out of my part-time minimum wage job. Right, right.
0: (laughs) <laughs> and into something that obviously is very passionate for you, you know, uh, a love of two different things that uh, you've brought together, kind of merged or infused mm-hmm. one with the other. So, yeah, I love that. Well, so, Jordan, how do you work with people who love to play tabletop games or video games, but they also value having great health? Can you share just a few more specifics about your philosophy or your approach?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Great question. So we use what we call client-centered approach, where um, to contrast, a lot of times in the health and fitness industry, when you come up to somebody who would deem themselves as a professional, you're like, like, I want to lose weight. And then the the quote-unquote professional would be like, okay, well, you need to do X, Y, and Z. You need to eat at a heavy caloric restriction. You need to work out five days a week. You need to go get 10,000 steps a day, whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. That's very coach-centered, where the coach is leading the entire path, is pulling the client along and is leading the conversation, is leading the um, whole coaching process. We do client-centered approach, where the clients will come to us and they'll say, "I want to lose weight," and we, as the coaches, will say, "Okay, well, what what do you do, or how do you think you can do that, or what steps have you take um, taken to make that happen?" And mm-hmm. so then we get an idea for where they are. They are like, "I have been working on a restriction i've been cutting out carbs i've been doing with daily walks whatever it is that's where we start we find out where their plan a or up their point a is and then we kind of work towards whatever their point b is um and do that through techniques like motivational interviewing where the clients do feel heard again they're guiding the ship and we're just kind of there to make sure that they don't bump bump in any um you know glaciers or whatever for that analogy
0: right right yeah no that's great it makes a lot of sense because people don't necessarily respond the best to being told and the shoulds mm-hmm. uh, because those tend to be avoided then you
1: know. yeah yeah exactly that's <laughs> and...
0: natural human behavior you know it's just people don't like to be told what to do but when you align their own values and their own goals within a game plan right to get there mm-hmm then that fits with what they feel like they can accomplish, then you've created this magic formula that people succeed at. So yeah, I love that. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then you kind of hit the nail on the head there where people don't like being told what to do. Um, If if a client goes up to a coach and says, I want to lose weight and they'd be like, okay, well, we need to start small, do let's do two workouts a week and work on getting 5,000 steps a day or whatever it is. That may be like perfect for that client, but since the client didn't come up with that themselves, they're immediately going to throw up the defenses and be like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't do that because of work, school, life, kids, you know, whatever it is. Sure. But if the coach were to say, okay, well, how do you plan on achieving that? They could say, oh, I want to do two 20-minute workouts. That's all I can commit to. And I want to try to get to be around 5,000 steps. Um, and this is the exact same thing, but they came up with it and they're much more likely to adhere to it because mm-hmm. it's, their, it's their plan. They're- their
0: plan. Right, exactly. Yeah, I love that. Makes so much sense. Well, does. Jordan, how can listeners learn more about you and this great work that you're doing?
1: Yeah, so our website is phoenixperformancecoaching.net and our main social media right now is Instagram and it is at phoenix.performance.coaching. Um, and so you can check us out there. You can DM me. Uh, I run the Instagram right now, so you can DM me there with any questions. And if you go to the website, you'll find a link to schedule a free consultation where you can start a 14-day free trial, where you can try it before you buy it. You don't even need to put a credit card in or anything. You just start the trial and start changing your life.
0: Nice, fantastic. So that's Yep, correct? And you are quite active, it sounds like, on Instagram. So for our listeners, be sure to look in the show notes for links to both of those. And so they can sign up for a free consult as well as a 14-day trial is that
1: what i heard yeah yep so the 14 days yeah yeah we take them through everything like i want i want the the client to really get a good idea on the services before they really have to commit to it and so Mm -hmm. um, nothing like trying it before you buy it right
0: how difficult does that get that's so easy awesome i love that yeah that's an easy yes so terrific well jordan you have Already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here during our conversation. But if, if I could tap on you one last time, mm-hmm. um, in looking at your own experience in building your business, what's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business, <laughs> or they're doubting their ability to succeed?
1: Yeah, um, great question. And so my Main, I guess, two pieces of advice would be to really make sure that you do want to be in business for yourself because some people who really just love the art, quote unquote, whatever that art is, for me, it's coaching. Um, they might want to, they might think they want to start a business, but then they get into the business side of things and they find out they don't like it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I was lucky enough to find out that I really do enjoy the coaching side of things. My previous job, I worked with. Hundreds of clients, and I found out that I got really burnt out with just the coaching side of things. When I'm responding to messages for four hours a day and taking five hours of, of onboarding calls or consultation calls, it gets a lot. Um, it's very burning outing. That's a word.
0: <laughs> um, it's very
1: draining because you're you're flexing the same muscles. And so I like the idea of being able to shift focus from one thing to another, and mm-hmm. the business side of things to so the coaching side of things. And some people they do just want to do those those coaching just the coaching side of things. And that's perfectly fine. Just okay. work, um, just be able to identify that and work for work for people or work with a business that they can do that. Um, but if they do want to get into business, I would say definitely learn the business side of things before starting, uh, whether it's through free stuff on YouTube or books or podcasts like this, just get a good idea on what um, the business side looks like and then start small, obviously right. Um, right. start small, start, at least on, on my end, you know, I'm an online health coach. I don't have, uh, a brick and mortar store. I have very low overhead. And so I have the ability to kind of dip my toe in the water and see if it works rather than somebody who wants to open up a like a local game store. They need, you know, $90,000 of, of overhead yeah. capital to start up with on the right. low end. And so right. I would say just test the waters if if you have the ability to do so.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Make sure you get a clear understanding of what else involved in building a business because it doesn't really translate quite clearly until you jump in, unless you've got an MBA, I guess. But even then, who knows for sure? There's always a difference between the academic level and the real life level. So, so yeah, you shared really great, uh, great advice and things to think about. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. (laughs) No problem. It's just been great hearing about your journey from you know, your own experience within the health and fitness industry and being that coach and helping people in that aspect of life, but realizing, you know what, there's more to this for me, you know, there's got to be something that's a little beyond that. And seeing this, this huge need for those who are passionate about gaming and tabletop gaming to support them with gaining that new level of health and and supporting them to meld the two. So this impactful work that you're doing as head coach and owner of Phoenix Performance Coaching, where you're empowering tabletop gamers to reclaim their health, lose unwanted weight, and enhance their gaming skills. So I've really enjoyed our conversation, and I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on our show today.
1: Thank you so much, Wendy. It was wonderful being on, and I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: Yeah, again, uh, thank you so much, Jordan. And for our listeners, you can reach Jordan Yaclin through his website or Instagram. And uh, website is phoenixperformancecoaching.net and uh, Instagram link is in the show notes. All right, well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right, well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at predictablesalesresults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Jordan Yacklin. And as always, here's to your success.